0: What's up, guys? How are you? Happy Sunday. Welcome into to another episode of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralta at Sports Talk. Matt to follow me across all socials. This podcast is being brought to you by OmahaSteaks.com. You can send Omaha Steaks to your friends, family, loved ones, whomever this holiday season. Use that code JUICE, though, when you do it at the search bar at checkout. You guys will save $30 off a 50% off savings sale going on right now at OmahaSteaks.com for the holidays. All right. Three and two yesterday, but because I hedged fading FSU and hoping Louisville to take care of business, they did not. So that was a 2.2 unit loss that caused us to have a losing day kind of annoying Point three down Point three on that because we won three units coming back hockey correct Alabama correct the under for Michigan Iowa correct but then we lost UNLV plus two and a half so we went three and one in college football no sorry we went two and two in college football and then hockey was right so three and two right on that so kind of a frustration because of the double down here. Now let's just play this out for a little bit. Okay. Cause I've been doing the math, trying to figure these things out. I have no idea what's going to happen today. Okay. If FSU does not make it, we're going to lose another unit. Now we won't have that ticket be cashed or um, graded until January. So you won't, the money won't be out of your account until then, but it'll be a loser. We have Michigan 10 to one FSU 10 to one. I tried to hedge. I can't, so I could lose three units on the FSU future. So that's on me. Okay. I feel sick about it. I'm mad. It really impacts what we can make off Michigan in terms of hedging with Michigan. The dream is Michigan's the one seed and FSU is the four seed. That's the, that's the dream. We're guaranteed to have a 10 to one ticket in the final. And chances are, I'm not going to do anything really probably bet maybe the game, but I'm not going to do any hedging because we're going to let it play out because we're guaranteed to have a 10 to one. Now, again, we would have given three units potentially or down two units going into which we'll give one of those units back depending on who's there, who wins. Right. But, we'll fade the other side and we'll try to come away with, you know, a two or three unit profit here for college football and end the year. So it's been a little bit of a frustration for me because I've gotten a little bit loose and I've had a couple of really crap days. I did okay yesterday. I had a couple of hockey bets that came in, but you know, I got very aggressive with that Louisville and Florida state game and it did not go the way that I wanted to by any means. And so we're still 53 and 32 in college football, so uh, we're going to wind up, what, 55 and 34, so pretty much the same with 62% coming in here for college football as we head towards the bowl season, and we'll find out who is going to make the college football playoffs. Look, at if I was picking the top four teams, you guys are probably all arguing on Twitter X about this. I have Michigan, the one seed. I would put Washington as the two seed. I would put Texas as the three seed and Alabama as the four seed and Alabama, Michigan would play and Washington and Texas would play. If you wanted to flip the two of them, I don't really hate it, but I think Texas, you either take them both or you leave them both. I think it's very difficult to take one or the other. If you do not take Texas and you do not take Alabama, what do you do? You can't leave two conference champions at home and take Georgia or Ohio state. That makes no sense. But the reason why I think FSU is probably in is because the committee put them at four before their game. If the committee didn't think that they were worthy, they wouldn't have had them at four because you're going to drop them for winning this was without Jordan Travis. They knew going into the game they were not going to have Jordan Travis and they still put FSU at 4. So my dream right now is my is Michigan 1, FSU 4, Washington 2, and then the 3 seed between Alabama, Texas and I guess Georgia. Alabama Texas is a crazy debate. Georgia's record, I mean, Alabama's record is better than Texas, but Texas beat them head to head. So, and they're both conference champions. I don't know. You leave Alabama out, but do you leave Texas out who beat Alabama? Now, you could say, well, Texas lost to Alabama, but the loss to Oklahoma was way worse. Alabama's one loss was to Texas at home, but it was early. And Texas won the Big 12. And Texas is 12 and one. So maybe not go by worst loss. Maybe go by best win. Who has the best win? Alabama's got the better win, better resume. So Alabama goes into the three seed. Bama beats Washington. Michigan beats Florida State. And we have Michigan versus Alabama in the national championship game in Texas. And it's going to be a rocking atmosphere. Like that's how I would play it out personally. I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think we're going to wind up seeing, I think there's a shot FSU gets left out. I really do. The books have no idea. None. Every bookmaker is literally guessing right now as to who is going to get in. We got Carmic We got Armageddon. We got chaos. We got what we were hoping for. But now because of the FSU, because of Louisville losing and taking those two units down with, with it, man alive. I don't know. So. I'm trying to play around here, trying to find what the best play is. I don't really have one. Not until we get the bracket. I can't tell you what to do or what we should bet. And frankly, we're going to have months to do it or a month to do it. So it's not like we have to do it right right now. But let's see what the bracket is today. I'm hoping for Michigan 1, Washington 2, Alabama 3, and FSU 4. That's a hope. What I think it should be is Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Alabama four. That's what it should be for the four best teams. But I think it really might be Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Florida state four and Alabama gets left out. And there's not a team from the SEC in the college football playoff, which would be wild considering this has been the sec invitational for so long in Alabama with one loss and a conference championship and Nick Saban on the sidelines would be left home. Oh my goodness gracious. (laughs) That's why we're going to 12 next year. It's the last time we're just, just also remember this. This is the only sport on the planet that does this, where people in a conference room decide who gets to play for a championship. It is so stupid. It's amazing. The way we've always done this, the FBS, the AP poll, the API poll, it's always been stupid. College football has always like this. They like the controversy. They like the anger. They like when people talk about them. From the beginning of the sport, they like controversy. And we lap it up when they present it for us to go ahead and go crazy. And it gives all of them so much attention, eyeballs, money, all of the above. Okay. So don't know what we're doing yet. Just going to have to wait and see and hope that FSU gets in. FSU is in, hopefully it's the four seed. And hopefully they play Michigan. If they get in and they don't play Michigan, that would stink. But, you know, we'll have to do some things, some other buying of tickets if that's the case. But we'll see how it's going to play out. So for right now, a three and two day yesterday, down point three units, which stinks. But we head to today, Sunday. We are down for the week. Now, the last two Sundays have been very good. All right. I don't know if I'm going to continue this. I was red hot two weeks ago when I swept the board and I, I only lost one bet, went five and one last week. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I was going to go. I hate player props. You guys know this. I'm going to try to grab a couple that I like for tomorrow during our live stream. Myself and Pat Fitzmaurice hit you at noon Eastern time, 9am Pacific time on the betting pros YouTube channel for our NFL live stream. So join us for that. I will give you the Wong teaser, which has been consistently hitting for us. I've got a couple of targets for that. And player props, two or three player props that I like going into the day. I'll give it to you coming up on the live stream here. And we'll get Pat Fitzmorris's picks as well for this week in the NFL. Okay. So let's start with a game that is going to be really controversial. Houston's at home against the Denver Broncos. Everyone's on Denver. I mean, like everybody, they're a popular pick in the, in the circa million. Everyone's on them. I can't figure out why. To be quite honest. I really like Houston. I've liked Houston all year. I'm not sold on Denver. I don't, don't think Denver's great. The total the point spread is three. Denver is four, six, and one ATS this year. They are one and two against the West. They are three and four ATS against the AFC. Houston's five and six ATS. They're three and three against the AFC, and they have lost. Two games in a row, having covered two games in a row, one and one lost in Jacksonville at home by three points in their last game. They beat Arizona by five in the game before that. This is their third consecutive home game, which is really good because they've had a lot of time at home to prep and get ready for a game like this. Unfortunately, they are two and four ATS at home. That's not great. You've got a one two and one record for Denver, however, on the road so far. Houston is a team that at six and five, this is a very big game. Denver's won five games in a row. They are red hot. And everyone's saying they're gonna keep it going here against the Houston Texans. I'm actually gonna disagree. They're four and two straight up, Houston at home. I think this is where the loss comes for Denver. I'm going to go against everyone and I'm taking the Houston Texans. I'm going to ride ZJ Stroud. I'm going to ride this offense and see what they can do here to pick up, you know, enough first down to score enough points to beat Denver. Denver. And Denver's defense has been a little bit suspect. I mean, it hasn't been great. Houston's been a team that has been fairly decent at scoring. But, you know, talking about a two and two record for Denver against uh, to the over, but four and one to the under over the last five, mostly because of their own offense and their own defense. They've won these games on this five game winning streak. 19-17, 24-9, 24-22, 21-20, and 29-12. Not scoring a ton of points here, okay? While the Texans have had games where they scored 39, they scored 30, 21, 21, I lean towards the over 47 and a half in this game, but I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to lay at three points. Houston Texans minus three. I'm on an island. I'm by myself. Okay. I'm just, I'm taking Houston minus three for 1.1 units. All right. One more bet before I give you my own personal teaser. Packers and the Chiefs totals 43 Opened 41 been bet to 43. I can't see it. Chiefs are eight and three to the under this year. Packers are six and five to the under. Packers at home are four and one to the under. Chiefs on the road are four and two to the under. It's Sunday night where 32 of the last 35 games on Sunday and Monday have gone under. I like Green Bay to cover the six. I'm going to put them in a teaser as well, but I like the under. Okay. I'm going to follow the trend. It's 43. I don't know why it's being bet over. Maybe they think the Chiefs have fixed it after what they did to the Raiders in, you know, scoring a bunch of points against the Raiders and winning 3117 in the game going over. But before that, six straight games went under. Second consecutive road game. This is a bet against, okay. Teams on their second straight road game. And this time it's to Lambo Field in December. Yeah, I'm taking the under. Under 43 for 1.1 units. And my own personal teaser I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers from six and a half down to a half a point, and the Packers from six to plus 12. Dog in the under on Sunday night football. Packers plus 12. Steelers money line basically here to just win the game. Can't go get a tie. got to win minus half a point, but I think the Pittsburgh Steelers against Arizona, I think this is a good deal. If you want to do a two leg teaser or sorry, two leg parlay money line, Steelers money line Jags don't mind that that's the Monday night though. That's Sunday to Monday, but those are looking for survivor picks. Those are my two favorite survivor picks. Arizona going East West coast team playing on the East coast in the cold in December, and I think Jacksonville against a banged up Bengals team with a backup quarterback and a defense. that's not very good. I like the Jaguars to win the game again as well on Monday night. So if you want something tied to Monday night, you can do that. You could do a three leg teaser. If you want to jump in on that, you can take uh money line for the Steelers. You take money line for, who are the, what was the other selection? Everybody liked. Um, everyone likes Denver. And I don't. So you can take Denver if you want against Houston, but I don't, I don't recommend that. But if you want to, you can, but Pittsburgh and tie them potentially like with the chargers, maybe chargers to beat the Patriots. So three leg parlay, which could be, you know, tied to Monday night. And then maybe you can hedge in game if you need to just different ideas as to how you're going to play it if you want to play it. But I don't like the card today. I I'm not after I've watched college football all day long. I haven't looked at the NBA all that much. I haven't looked at the NHL. If there's something that I like, I'll tell you. But that's right now where it's strictly going to be a NFL pro football day. My personal plays, sorry, my official plays here for the podcast Houston minus three, Packers, Chiefs under 43. Teaser Steelers minus a half, Packers plus 12 for 1.2 units. I have another teaser. And player props to give you guys and if there's anything else, NHL NBA, I'll give it to you as well on the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat. So yeah, last night didn't go the way I wanted it to go, unfortunately, from the hedge perspective. So that dipped into our week here. Got to have a big Sunday. We win a couple of units or more. We could wind up profitable for the week. But let's see if we're at least win two, two units and wind up down or wind up flat for the week here on a Sunday. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt every single morning. The Daily Juice Podcast. I was being brought to you by omahosteaks.com.